Welcome to Get Wisdom with your hosts, Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Imagine if God was a co-host. What if the historically rare ability to converse with God and get profound answers to questions has been rediscovered? What would God say to today's troubled world? Get Wisdom will share those answers. Now, here is Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Get Wisdom. I'm Brian Kelly, along with Get Wisdom founder and director, Carl Mollison. Today's episode is a problem that all of us have struggled with at one time or another, I'm sure, and many chronically at basically every moment of their life, and that's low self-esteem. It's a big common problem, Carl. It is indeed, and uh, it, it might be safe to say that if you've never struggled with low self-esteem, you're not doing it right. You know, there's, <laughs> there may be a blind spot. There might be uh, probably not uh, human if that's the case. <laughs> a certain conceit or arrogance yeah. or what have you. I, I don't want to be too uh, um, categorical here. Uh, I, I mean this uh, a bit in jest, but that's because this is so very common, and especially growing up and starting from scratch and being the little person and not having any power, no self uh, control of things around you, you're dependent on others. And it may not go well. And people often get pushed aside, neglected, ignored, or worse, they're, uh, they're harmed in some way. But anyway, it sets the scene for problems later on and feeling confident. You know, where does that come from? And if your life experience has never rewarded you, uh, it's hard to get that out of the ears. And so this is a big subject and an important one. And as a channeler of creator of all that is, uh, I look to creator for guidance and teachable moments and teachable principles to help people understand what they're dealing with. Because there are ways to tame this and to help raise people up. And they may not be conventional ways, but they're ways that work. I do this work all the time with folks. So this is this is an important thing to spread information about. Well, we got a lot to cover, so we might as well get right into it, Carl. Yep. You asked creator, a student asks, low self-esteem is a chronic problem that affects most humans most of the time, and nearly all humans some of the time. Low self-esteem suggests a deficit of divine wisdom affecting those experiencing a physical incarnation. Can creators share why this problem exists, why is it so widespread, and was this a known hazard in the creation of the divine human? All right, and these are creators' words. The possibility of disorder, as well as order, is inherent in the idea of creation. The full spectrum of possibilities exists for all things in all planes of existence where the energies allow things to happen. The possibility of evil is contained within the full spectrum of choices available to consciousness as it contemplates its existence and chooses to follow a path. The motivation, the perception of the self, how it fits in and integrates with other sources of consciousness especially when there is competition for resources, all become factors in the outcome and what is experienced, whether it is felt to be a positive or negative environment, and all that reflects. Self-esteem is a fundamental human dilemma, inherent less with the makeup of the universe than with the nature of the dilemma represented by the earth plane itself. It is the playground of the dark, 
That is the reason why it is such a prevalent human condition. Low self-esteem is inevitable in an environment where love is denied. Love is withheld. Love is corrupted. Love is fleeting. And love is poorly perceived, felt, expressed, and experienced. Because human beings are faulty on every level in the perception of energy and its expression both. Low self-esteem is therefore emblematic of the human struggle with the darkness for supremacy. It represents the state of being when the darkness is winning over love and light. When the light triumphs, love is restored and it becomes a time of joy and even bliss at least for a while. Such times are few and far between in human experience. History shows this quite vividly, that periods of peace are short intervals for the most part, that punctuate a long saga of human turmoil, conflict, warfare, and human destruction. The warring of souls is unnatural and non-divine totally. The fact it happens is a testament to the power of the darkness. That is the current overarching problem faced by humanity and will govern its future. So the first thing we would say about low self-esteem is that it is a much larger problem than what a person experiences on a personal level that limits their happiness and effectiveness in running their life. It is a dilemma shared by the human family as a whole and holds everything back in many respects. The salvation of the individual will necessitate the rescue of the human family as a whole in order to be a true answer and a rescue from the problems of negativity being the predominant human experience and universally shared and experienced by great swaths of human culture individually and collectively. Well, the powerful message there is that your low self-esteem is not just your problem. It's literally everybody's problem. It's the human problem. Yeah, and it doesn't come from you in particular to a great extent. It is created and imposed on you through the life experience you're inevitably a part of because darkness is present and intruding and colors things. And so we we talk about this again and again in this series, that there's big things going on, big troubling things, big threatening things, and sorry, you know, evil things. And it (laughs) it has to be dealt with. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You ask creator, a student asks, low self-esteem would appear to be a lowering of standards and accepting a perceived judgment of inferiority on the part of the self or others. Clearly, there is a learning curve in going from ignorance to knowledge, from infancy to maturity, and from incompetence to mastery. But is it inevitable for intelligent beings to succumb to harsh judgment and accept an evaluation of inferiority as a result? All right, and this is what Creator says. This presumed inevitability is a function of the level of corruption that exists in human experience. Things are in disarray and perceived as being so very dark and lead to dark consequences of feeling, thought, and action because there are deficiencies in the system and functioning at all levels of existence. The human world of the earth plane is heavily corrupted by the darkness. 
As a consequence, Gaia itself struggles. The solar system is out of alignment. Many energies are working at cross-purposes and are inadequate to the task of maintaining a normal equilibrium and normal distribution energetically of the intentions of consciousness coming and going from the many varied sources that impinge. Humans inhabit a faulty physical body, and the workings of the mind are fragmented to segregate levels of consciousness from one another. With a huge negative consequence in perceiving reality and adjusting to the circumstances one is faced with, it is no wonder there are so many problems, so many levels of uncertainty, doubt, and fear when the mind at a conscious level does not even know what the deepest levels of the mind are thinking and doing. And in fact, there can be an ongoing reign of terror on the part of dark beings invading the deep subconscious and carrying out a campaign of propaganda to stir up inner conflict and fear by pushing karmic buttons to remind the individual of past failings and past tragedies of all kinds with tauntings and mockery and predictions of their coming again to repeat the failures in the times of torment and anguish. It becomes quite a daunting challenge to stand up to this onslaught and most people suffer greatly as a consequence. The levels of anxiety, tension, and fear without a seeming origin can become crippling and result in a mental breakdown at the extreme. So this backdrop of a troubled existence plays out at every level and is seen to by the interlopers who have invaded your sphere of influence and corrupted everything they touch. They are false messengers, manipulators, and tormentors rolled into one. Even their departed beings remain earthbound as tormentors who commandeer the fallen angelics and enslave them to work as minions to torment humans and carrying out targeted campaigns of bullying and severe corruption. To engineer all kinds of mayhem, including high-level criminal actions like terrorism and targeted killings. Being a part of such things is not only demeaning, it is demoralizing and highly destructive to human happiness and progression of the soul's journey. All of the negative consequences will drag the person down and hinder their progress, trapping them in lives of increasing negativity and desperation. Each life then may become a setback where they are digging a deeper and deeper hole for themselves through repeated failures to surmount the old problems that inevitably are projected into the new incarnation from the workings of karma, which will be a relentless seeking of restitution and rebalancing. But such is not possible in a faulty body that is corrupted with faulty thinking, attacked relentlessly by the darkness with many old fears and karmic patterns being triggered to reoccur and will put a person back into the same dilemma they faced in their last incarnation but failed to surmount. This is a prescription for a worsening as much as an opportunity for transcending the dilemma through healing and a divine realignment. For the latter to happen, there must be great healing brought to bear, and that will rarely happen on its own. There needs to be a catalyst, a teacher, a source of inspiration, 
to bring a person into proximity with advanced knowledge and awareness of what is going on and why, and most importantly, what to do about it. That information has been absent largely all through history and is now available only to a very few enlightened beings. This is the virtue of the work you are doing to channel us and to bring truth to the world at long last after thousands of years of disinformation and discouragement. The bottom line is is that there is really big and deep reasons for low self-esteem and that it persists because, well, the solution for it has really been denied us, but now there's an opportunity to bring that around. Yes, and it's insidious. We're so used to seeing people mess up and cause problems and be difficult and sources of grief and disappointment and fear and even campaigns of terror when people get going and they embrace false and crazy ideologies and and go after would-be opponents and do acts of terrorism and so on, it, it gives humans this reputation of being unpredictable, volatile, and prone to being out of the normal range with delusional thinking and, and uh, misguided feelings of what they need to do to make their life better. And it wreaks havoc. So yes. we, we need to realize there's outside influencers who have come in, and it starts with the dark spirits, the dark fallen on angelics. But they've corrupted extraterrestrial civilizations, and those beings are here too. We talk about this from time to time. We talked last week about the dark spirit problem and the way they manipulate people to create problems and hurt one another, the fellow and Self-esteem humans. is one of those problems. <laughs> yes, indeed. You it asked takes, creator, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Carl. It just takes a huge toll it across does. the board. It does. You asked creator, a student asks, we've learned that the deep subconscious acts as a kind of watchdog for the divine human during an incarnation, constantly scanning the Akashic records for hazards and discordant karmic energies recorded there and warning the conscious self of these hazards emotionally via stress and anxiety, often it seems amplifying them greatly. Does it actually create self-fulfilling prophecies by exaggerating the dangers and actually causing problems it was meant to assist in avoiding? All right, and Creator has this to say. This process of reawakening seems to be a problem in itself, but in actuality is inevitable because karma will see to this, whether the person wants it to happen or not, and whether they seek some treatment or assistance to prevent it from happening. It is healable, but only through addressing the reality it represents and finding a way to reckon with the distortion of energies to right the wrongs energetically and create a healing through changing the energetic signatures within the Akashic Records of all that has happened in the past to drag a person down and create the negative karmic potential for a repeat of the experience. For most people, this rarely happens, and that is because of the lack of understanding of the true nature of human problems, what they are struggling from, and why it is happening to them, its true origins, and what might be required to right the wrongs of the past and restore balance and regain a normal well-being and equilibrium. They will be living in the dark 
without any conscious awareness of these happenings, nor what the consequences will be or how to bring healing to prevent the worst from happening. Under these circumstances, the deep subconscious has a far greater life challenge than the conscious mind, which is largely shielded from reality and is living a false existence from its meager set of facts and assumptions and beliefs built upon experiences within its memory. In actuality, the size of the task is larger than life and is greater than any human can cope with single-handedly. This is why divine help is so very important to seek and enlist on one's behalf. You cannot do it alone. You need a divine partner to help carry the load and help sort through the many layers and rework the energies to dispel the distortions and the negative beliefs that cause faulty thinking, inner conflicts, doubt, fear, and the low self-esteem in misperceiving the self and one's role in the world. Well, it doesn't get any more direct than that. Basically, Creator is saying here that you need a divine partnership to really overcome all the problems that manifest as low self-esteem for people. I mean, it's really, it's really impossible to be a strong person and a good person, a stable person, a wise person, the kind of, you know, scion of civilization that we all aspire to without a divine partnership. Basically, it's, it's, that's what I'm reading out of this. Yes, yes. And this problem of the deep subconscious, we discovered in the course of our work with clients. And it was always puzzling to me that people couldn't get down to the nitty gritty, except through sheer luck and having things that maybe were low hanging fruit and were readily solved. And I discovered there's a part of the mind that is literally unreachable by the conscious self. I can channel that level. And when I do, It's a circus. It's a mayhem unfolding deep below. And people get waves of anxiety and fear and panic and all sorts of things, anger, and have no idea why, but it's because they're in torment. And so I can channel at subconscious level and do trauma resolution work, but I can only do this for so many people. You know, there's billions of people who could benefit from this. So their only hope really is the divine realm for now. This is the lesson that's the takeaway here. It's part of the corruption of the human makeup that has created this situation. And that is the result, the vulnerability we all have to being out of touch with ourselves and the true origins of what we struggle with. Well, Carl, we're going to come back in the second segment and talk about more on low self-esteem, the true origins of evil. Be sure to check us out at GetWisdom.com where you can investigate our healing services. Um, we can do clearings for personnel, for animals, for houses and property. Um, check it out. There's a healing uh, segment on our menu on GetWisdom.com. And also check out the Lightworker Healing Protocol, which you can get our ebook at GetWisdom.com slash LHP. We'll be back with the second segment right after this. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to the second segment of Get Wisdom. We are probing the depths of low self-esteem. A huge problem. I suffered with it myself throughout a big chunk of my life, especially when I was a young man, Carl. Uh, and it, we're learning in these channelings how big a problem it really is. Indeed. When I work with clients, this is a very, very common theme. Everyone struggles with this in their own way, of course. And sometimes people who appear super confident and are maybe very assertive, maybe functionally uh, high performers, still have a fragile inner self that they are compensating for. And so this, this is something that is bigger and wider than people think. It has deep yeah. roots. It comes from multiple lifetimes of difficulty that come back to haunt the person again. And the deep subconscious, which is segregated from conscious awareness, can see the Akashic records, where you've been, all that's happened to you, and it will worry about it. Yes. And you throw in some dark spirit attachments who will stir that up, throw it in your face, bully you about it, and you've got a prescription for a lot of misery and unhappiness. Well, we see a lot of this in the channeling series that you and Denny do. And uh, we did a, a radio show on one of those channelings, Johnny Carson comes to mind, who's probably a particularly poignant example of this. And I invite people to go back and check out that show if you haven't had a chance to listen to it. Yeah, a very interesting story about the karma leading to low self-esteem and having had a lifetime, more than one, where he was an odd man out and was discriminated against and lived a life of shame and humiliation. And suddenly he's an iconic public television personality and had that inner core of weakness to contend with all his life. So it, yeah, it, it shows the dynamic very clearly. Offset, he was actually a very shy man. It was yes. interesting. Well, we go, you ask creator, a student asks, can one incarnate with different or borrowed deep subconscious entities the same way one might be assigned a muscle car, a luxury car, a jalopy, or something run-of-the-mill? Or is the deep subconscious during each incarnation 
simply reacting to the cards it has been dealt. The pre-life planning taking into account the accumulated karmic trauma within the Akashic records and adjustments to the DNA. All right, and this is what Creator says. The latter description is more accurate. The deep subconscious is not a separate entity. What it does as part of an incarnated human being and its capabilities are a function of its isolation from other layers of the mind and the frustration and inner discord that ensues. There needs to be a repair of the faulty human mechanism in order to solve this dilemma ultimately. That will happen when enough broad healing has been done and a fuller reworking of the human makeup becomes possible. Until then, the struggles will go on with the fragmentation of the mind within each human being a factor in how life progresses and how the individual handles stress and the difficulty posed by having their entire history within the purview of the deep subconscious, but not the higher centers of consciousness and the many consequences that can bring trouble from the stress that results. Yeah, that does seem to be (laughs) where the deep subconscious sees everything and we're subject to the stress and anxiety as a result of all that, but we don't know what's being seen. And yeah, it's it's quite the disconnect. And but creators saying this is basically our fundamental dilemma that we have to resolve to to save ourselves ultimately. Yes. Well, this is part of the challenge to save humanity and allow this broad, magnificent healing that's been foreseen, the grand ascension of humanity to higher realms, higher vibrational states of being. It will not happen until we heal all of this karma. So we, we've got to contend with this. There's no way around it. Can't avoid it. You, a stu- so you ask creator, a student asks, <clears throat> can light beings in the light still suffer from low self-esteem? Or is it only a reality in the physical and lower astral planes? If not... How did evil first evolve in the light before precipitating the fall from the divine? So basically, in other words, do people in heaven have low self-esteem? <laughs> you know? And how do the angels fall from there? So that's, this is a big question, Carl. I'm looking forward to the answer on this one. All right. Well, this is what Creator says. Low self-esteem is not truly a problem for the light being. And that is because each individual has vast capabilities you are never in a position of deprivation and lack as experienced by human beings all too often because of the inequities of life, individual circumstances, and the consequences of the need to compete for resources and with one another for power and control. Light beings do not function that way. That is the dilemma of the human and other extraterrestrial species inhabiting the physical plane within your galaxy. Divine humans in the light have autonomy and have a full array of capabilities of all kinds, an ability to come and go and to exist with little effort because energy is freely available and can simply be summoned by the mind and utilized to create all manner of things to experience and manipulate. There is no need for money, and thus power is much more equally distributed among all beings. There are always possibilities for making a misstep 
or making a less than perfect choice. Thus, karma will continue to be a factor and driving force, but with much narrower extremes than experienced by human beings, as the transgressions of the light being are much more limited in scope and impact. For the most part, the light beings are far too wise to make major errors in the first place, simply because it is unthinkable given that they will meet with swift retribution via the law of karma. So one would never choose to do something so foolish. The fault of the angelics who turned away from the light was more a consequence of being unable to handle the many blessings they were given without wanting more. In a sense, that could be seen as reacting to deprivation and a form of lower self-esteem, but it is a clearer description to attribute their error being one of exaggerated self-importance and a desire for even greater power and capability. In a sense, a kind of exaggerated appreciation of their own strength and power rather than feeling terribly diminished and unworthy, as is more true of low self-esteem. The fallen angelics were, in a sense, prideful and wanting greater privileges and capabilities and were envisioning ways to get it that were a kind of distortion of thinking and faulty reasoning. Thinking of the progression of the soul as attainment of greater power is putting power in an exalted place when power is only a means to an end and is not itself a virtue. That was the error that they made in thinking that power could bring answers in and of itself and the acquisition of greater power bring something greater bring somehow greater glory and thereby gain an advantage over others. This is non-divine and was not formulated as a plan as just described, but became a trap and a consequence of poor decisions. Seeking personal power as a way to excel and even please creator, but was a faulty idea and a false goal and a kind of trap that was doomed to fail because of the distortion in thinking it represented and the inevitable consequence of bringing a state of being that is out of alignment and unbalanced, requiring a karmic consequence to restore a balanced state of being energetically once again. Wow, that is a lot. <laughs> Um, the stuff on the fallen angelics is just fascinating. I, I've, I've been thinking about the dilemma of the fall of the fallen angelics for most of my life, and this is really enlightening stuff. Well, you can see that whole scenario mirrored again and again by human would-be rulers or actual rulers, despots. Yes, absolutely. Dictators. You know the 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 the. Uh, the power broker, the power figure who muscles their way into authority and takes over a country and then acts in a belligerent way to neighbors and gets wars going and so on, trying to conquer, to increase their domain, grab territory, have more riches they can siphon into their pockets and all of that. It very much is akin and a mirror of the mistakes made by the fallen angelics. So this is from a state of ignorance and lack of appreciation 
of the consequences of exalting power. And one would hope that having lived under the thumb of these beings unknowingly for all these many centuries and all that it's cost us and other physical beings like the extraterrestrials in our galaxy, that we will have learned this lesson for all of time and will not repeat the mistake. Well, you know, it's it's interesting that I think the lesson of the underdog is a very, very difficult lesson to learn. You know, the next question that we ask the creator is, is standing strong. And, you know, as humans, we are collectively underdogs here. And yet we are being called upon to stand strong, to somehow rise up, but meet our oppressors in a way that heals them and doesn't condemn them. And that, that's asking a lot, but that's what this project's all about, Carl. Well, and if you think about it, there's a solution for every problem. The fallen angelics could have saved themselves by returning to a divine path, by easing up on their ego-based desire for power and control, greater capabilities, greater dominion over things, and exalting that as a true accomplishment when it is only overreaching and assuming that that is what makes one special. And it is not the case at all. What makes you special is how you give and receive love. That is the divine currency. And that has nothing to do with power. (laughs) Power can be useful if you're a love bringer. Having (laughs) some power to do that is helpful. But it's not the way it has to be done. And it can't be done to excess and harm others in the process. And it's only a means to an end. It's never the end in itself. You asked creator... A student asks, Creator talks frequently about standing strong. The more self-esteem and confidence, the more resources they, in fact, appear to have to actually stand strong in the face of any and all adversity. Is standing strong correlated directly to the amount of genuine self-esteem a being has? All right, and this is what Creator says. There is a correlation, but the two are not identical And that is because self-esteem is essentially describing love of the self and where one is on a scale from least to greatest. We would say that love of self can be exaggerated. And if you think about the problem of ego and the types of exaggerated self-importance people can display at times, there is a trap that self-love can create when the expectation and the perception of self exceeds the level of love available within the being. In effect, ego is the assumption of love that is actually lacking in the being. A love-filled being is truly in balance and will see things in proportion in a healthy, neutral way to balance the needs of the self and the needs of others equally, to be generous and giving while not harming the self unduly. This is a divine mandate to care for and nurture the soul through proper self-acceptance and exhibiting love and kindness for the self as much as to others. This is natural on the part of loving beings like the divine human, so it does not require extreme circumstances to exhibit such behavior. To the divine light being, it is simply ordinary living to do so. In a world of deprivation and corruption, There are great risks in everything because of the scarcity of protection, security, financial resources, and so on. 
the many in, the many inequities create all kinds of difficulties and points of friction to bring people into conflict with one another in the struggle for survival and dominance in a world that is governed by hierarchical systems imposed on humanity by the interlopers. Everything about your world is distorted in fundamental ways, but still, even within that distorted scheme, humans can exhibit their true nature and live in alignment with the highest expression of themselves rather than the lowest. You know, there's a line in here that I think is a quote for the ages. And it's, in effect, ego is the assumption of love that is actually lacking in the being. So I, I, that that is such a deep, deep statement. <laughs> I'm not sure what Freud would do with that one. <laughs> Well, I think it's rather profound. Yes, it, it's exalting the self for your would-be and your perception of your accomplishments and your stature, your standing, how you measure up compared to others and feeling superior and that sort of thing. But that's that's the trap of ego, the appeal to power, as though that is defining your worth. And in fact, it is not. Yes. The humble person who loves their neighbor and themselves is in a divine alignment that might far outstrip someone who is a world leader in how they comport themselves and how they conduct themselves and use their energy and the consequences and the impact they have on the world and other people. So the trappings of accomplishment and wealth and power and and uh, elite education and all of the things that people strive to acquire are all well and good. But if they don't lead to living a life of love and love sharing, they're really beside the point and missing the point of existence. It is to give and receive love. That is what makes the world go round and what keeps you and defines your being in divine alignment. You know, I, I, I once remember a quote from Napoleon, of all people, that he was asked, you know, what, uh, what are you going to do after the war? What kind of power, what kind of structure for government are you going to put in place? And he says, oh, I don't have time to worry about that now. I have to win the war first. And I think with a lot of people that seek power, they still have maybe some good ambitions buried deep down inside, but they think they have to get the power first before they can focus on that. And that becomes a dilemma trap in its own right. Yes. And I think the, the overarching message we get again and again from creator is that love and its expression can make you strong and keep you strong. It can keep you healthy. It can keep you safe. If you partner with Creator and you're on Creator's wavelength, which is the love line, you will be doing well. It, it cannot fail. Eventually, you will be raised up in the doing. And standing strong is standing for love in all you do, the way you well, conduct your affairs. Well, come back for the last segment, but we'll be talking about overcoming low self-esteem. So come on back right after this.
Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You're listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Back to the final segment of Get Wisdom. We are talking about low self-esteem, and on this segment, we want to focus a little bit on overcoming low self-esteem. Indeed, we got, you know, our job is to bring hope. <laughs> well, and we bring channeled wisdom from creator of all it is. And I, I was just thinking as we were waiting to start the last segment that I haven't mentioned in a long time that despite what I do as a channeler, I do need to caution people. You can't just assume that all channeling is genuine. In fact, more than 90% of it is not. It's not authentic. People are not channeling who they think they are. There's a big campaign of co-opting channelers, misdirecting them, and doing hand-holding and giving them happy talk to dispense. And this is why the messages are almost universally about sweetness and light, how everything is going to be wonderful, the human family is going to come together, we're going to be raised up by Gaia and have a grand ascension and just make your popcorn, sit back, and there's nothing much you need to do, and it's all set, it's going to happen, and you'll be along for the ride, and it'll be wonderful, and and that's all a disinformation campaign. Well, you know, we talked about, uh, in, in this very program, uh, the deep subconscious and the turmoil that's going on down there, and channeling, you have to have, that's kind of a partnership with the deep subconscious as well as with the higher self and other components of the divine. The deep subconscious is definitely plays a role in channeling. And when you're talking about all that stuff that's going on down there, uh, it's not hard to, uh, to envision that it could be problematic. Well, there's many ways that people step into a pitfall here with the, the channeling, mostly through being naive, just assuming if they're reaching out to the light, quote unquote, nothing bad can happen. They'll be right. protected. You know, they want to talk to Archangel Michael or whoever it might be. And they can't imagine that Archangel Michael wouldn't show up and elbow out any other kind of consciousness that would deign to become an imposter. But unfortunately, 
as above, so below, as below, so above, there's criminal elements in the spirit world and extraterrestrial psychics who will talk to you if you reach out intuitively. They'll be first in line because their vibration's closer to yours and they have free will. And if you listen and do a handshake with them, the Almighty has to allow that to happen. Just like if you decide to get involved with the wrong people in the physical and get involved in some organization that ends up being shady and maybe bending rules and then maybe even doing law breaking and it sucks you under. Well, that is your choosing and God won't stop it. So it's no different with trying to get intuitive guidance and information. The way to do it is through the divine and very, very few channelers talk about God. Very few use religious, spiritual, in a true sense, outreaches to the Almighty to control and protect and guide their work. And that and, would make a difference. But it's too that's, late. That's, yeah, that's really the solution here is that, you know, we live in a bad neighborhood, right? And if you go walking in a bad neighborhood all by yourself, and especially if you're not skilled in martial arts or self-defense, you're really putting yourself in danger. And people that foray into, you know, the um, intuitive are like walking into a bad neighborhood all by themselves without adequate protection. What yes. you're doing, Carl, is you're bringing along, you know, a, you know, a divine partner who is going to keep you safe and make sure that you stay out of trouble. And it's really as simple as that. It's not that complex. You really need to ask for divine partnership to have the creator there along with you to protect the channel, to protect the information. Um, it's really that simple and that difficult. <laughs> well, you you do have to have belief. Yes. You have to have 100% belief to get the kind of cooperation that I get that you can cultivate. But a lot of people aren't there at the moment. You know, they've kind of drifted away. They've kind of lost their their edge, their momentum, that, that kind of purity. And it's unfortunate, but it's not irreversible. So keep that in mind. So you ask creator, a student asks, low self-esteem has a nasty tendency to foster self-defeating thoughts like, what's the use? I'm going to fail anyway. But this, in fact, makes no sense, given that all of us are in the trial and error exploration of life itself, and practice makes perfect. Can creator comment on the saying, pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and start all over again, and why so many people struggle with this. All right, and Creator tells us the following. Again, we would point to the basic dilemma of human disconnection, that appearances are deceiving. What one sees on the surface and what one is feeling within will be representing poorly what is happening on the deepest level of the deep subconscious where in most cases there is a war raging and people are in conflict with themselves and with other sources of consciousness intruding and attempting to manipulate them over and over and over again. The vulnerability people exhibit that seems to create a world of fragile emotional weaklings is a false perception because in actuality all are walking wounded veterans of thousands of years of going to war against the interlopers in a struggle for human survival. You have been attacked and undermined and corrupted again and again 
and experience the harshest of consequences and penalties in every distortion. Every inequity, every faulty institution, every act of wrongdoing, every grand plan that fails, that falls through, is blamed on human weakness, inadequacy, and the perceived flaws exhibited almost universally. This vastly underrates human potential. What is not on display is the full extent of your divinity, your capability as light beings, and the true destiny of humanity inherent within Creator's plan that is still in its early stages of unfolding. In this respect, you are much like infants still. And humans do not look at the babies in a nursery and see organisms that are ill-formed, incapable of doing anything independently to help themselves, and can carry out no useful functions whatsoever and appear to be quite useless. That view belies the potential to become adults with a command of language, reason, and the ability to formulate plans and take part in cooperative efforts of all kinds including forming family units to raise young and propagate the species and continue to refine and enhance human culture for greater love and happiness of all involved. Even with all that has been achieved by humanity down through the ages, it is but a small representation of your true potential and your eventual reach in governing new worlds throughout the universe. The fact that reality is not yet in evidence does not mean you are unworthy. Any more than surveying those babies in a nursery who are not yet autonomous, functioning, accomplished adult humans means they are limited and worthless. Your potential is still there as created from the outset and is your birthright to pursue. If you keep going and heal your way forward, tremendous possibilities will open up and will change how you see everything. Wow, that is an amazing pep, pep talk from Creator, to be honest with you. And I think the baby analogy is brilliant. Of course, Creator is brilliant, but, you know. <laughs> but yes. I think this is a really, really, really powerful passage. Well, and it's something we should take to heart, I think, and not be so harsh on ourselves. Yes. We're still yes. on a growth curve here, even lifelong. We never stop learning, at least ideally. Right. And there's always room to have done it better. And that's maybe has to be left to the next, next life, the next go round. But that's the path we're on. And to make the most of each one is what counts. So do the best you can. Walk with God. Do your best to be loving both giving and receiving, take care of yourself, nurture others too, and you won't do so bad. You'll you'll come out on top. In other words, cut yourself some slack once in a while. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> all right, you ask Creator. A student asks, in reality, we are all descended from Creator. We are all children of God. This should be enough reason to feel good about oneself. Can Creator explain how a partnership with the divine can go a long way to helping make that realization an ever-present certainty Permeating every, permeating every aspect of the soul, including the deep subconscious. All right. And this is what Creator says. This, in a nutshell, is the level of enlightenment needed by humans in the current plane of existence they inhabit. 
your basic dilemma is you are disconnected from an awareness of the higher realm. Your faith in the Almighty is greatly weakened by the growing secular movement and your future is increasingly uncertain because of infiltration by the interlopers to darken your world and plan your actual annihilation as a species. That will not destroy you as your souls will live on, but it will destroy the springboard you need to work through the challenges of physical existence and surmount them sufficiently to transcend through an ascension process the heavy density of the physical realm, and graduate to higher planes of existence. So what is truly needed is much more than overcoming low self-esteem. That is but a symptom of the human dilemma of disconnection in recognizing your frailty and not being certain that greater possibilities exist for you and doubting one's own ability to even survive, let alone prevail, given all the challenges that hinder human survival and make progress truly. Most people are complacent, even though they live lives of quiet desperation and are simply marking time, hoping to live out their existence with a minimum of pain and suffering and eventually escape the burdens they have become accustomed to, but weigh heavily and are not enjoyed. That is a kind of plight, a kind of sentence people are consigned to, not knowing better what is possible or how to achieve it. This is the promise of the divine partnership. To restore greater awareness through having an ability to gain knowledge and a fuller perception of the reality of the divine and one's place in the divine plan for humanity. To rise above its present meager circumstances and in a truly divine act of loving kindness to heal all of humanity's adversaries. Graduate to a much more profound type of existence with much greater delights and rewards and in the process leave behind the pain and struggles that have defined most of human history. Having learned the lessons it provides, humans need not repeat the old ways and the need for a physical existence and its limitations will have been transcended. And that will be the greatest of blessings humans will have enjoyed since the creation When this is within your grasp, with the possibility of coming about within a decade, now is the time to act, to move seriously, to partner with the divine with every fiber of your being, every waking moment devoted to cultivating the partnership and maintaining an ongoing awareness of the divine within you and seeking its participation and the betterment of humanity on an ongoing basis to change everything about the world and heal all who suffer, especially the perpetrators who have interfered so grievously in human affairs, to raise them up, to liberate them from their depravity and allow them to recover as a parting gift to the universe you are currently a part of, but on your way to greater things. You know, I, I think some people are going to pick out that coming about within a decade. Oh, what's that? What's coming about within a decade, Carl? Uh, we got about a minute to cover that. <laughs> well, well, this is a tipping point. We are nearing a tipping point. After thousands and thousands of years of being subjugated, the shift in consciousness has arrived at what will be a determining doorstep. moment. The interlopers plan to, frankly eliminate us as a parting shot. They want to disengage, and that is partly divine intervention because we are being raised up. We're becoming more troublesome for them to manage. 
but we can heal them and help them withdraw without doing something so, so devastating. That's our challenge. And that's the test of us now, not only to believe in the Almighty, but to believe in ourselves, that we can bring in a divine intervention so profound that it will heal multiple extraterrestrial civilizations of interlopers and perpetrators, as well as the fallen angelic demonic spirits. No small task there. Well, I, I brought this up because it's a, really an invitation for people to check us out at Get Wisdom. We have so much information that will go much deeper into this whole question about everything, about who we are, where, where, what it's all about, where we're going. You really need to do your research, and we invite you to do that. We've, we've assembled a tremendous amount of information at GetWisdom.com. Please, please, please come check it out. Carl, we're out of time again. It's always a pleasure doing this. We look forward to doing it again next week. All right. Take care and be well. Thank you for listening today. Please tune in next Friday for another edition of Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They'll be here at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We wish you a beautiful week. 